prepare to get ready for our morning worship. We're getting into our morning uh, message this morning. We thank God again for all of you joining us this morning. My wife has come in and uh, we've got a little song to sing and a little worship song and hopefully we'll get into his word this morning. God bless you. Good morning. Recognizing the Lord and receiving his blessing. But we go, we're coming right now to tell you something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, ready? I came to tell you what Jesus said. I came to tell you what Jesus said. I came to tell you what Jesus said. Repent from your sins and be baptized. Repent from your sins and be baptized. says for the law 
having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things can never of these sacrifices which are offered year by year continually make comers unto perfect. For then they for then would they not have created will not have ceased to be offered because that where the worshippers once purged uh, should have no more conscience of sin. But in the sacrifices there is a remembrance again of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. Wherefore, when it cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering would is not, but a body has thou prepared in me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices of sin has thou made no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of a book, it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Above, when he said, Sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, which is not neither has pleasure therein, which is offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, and then may he establish the second by that which he, we will all sacrifice through the offering of the body of the Jesus Christ once for all. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. May the Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his holy and his righteous word. Let the body of Christ say amen. amen. You know, a few years ago I was in a uh, fall revival and uh, a Passion Week service also. I, I preached this sermon entitled, Why the Cross? And this answered the question about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ fulfilling the law uh, that any sin worthy of death had to be redeemed only by dying on the tree. Moses had recorded in Deuteronomy 21, 22, and 23, if a man committed sin worthy of death, that he would be put to death, and thou shalt hang him on a tree. His body shall not remain there at night until the tree, but it shall in any wise bury him that day, for he that is hung is accursed of God on that land shall not be defiled, which the Lord thy God giveth thee as an inheritance. And this is what he's meant when Jesus said, think I'm not come to destroy the law, but of the prophets, I'm not come to destroy it, but to fulfill. Jesus came to fulfill the law required that if a person had a sin worthy of death, he had to die on the tree. Because of our gravity, of our sin, the law required a man had to die on the tree to redeem us and remove the curse that condemns all of us. Paul writes in Hebrews 9 and 12, neither the blood of goats and calves, and by his own blood he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. The depth of our sin required a one-time sacrifice that daily sacrifices of bloods and goats couldn't take away. Think about it. The law demanded that something more representative of the sinner must be sacrificed 
to redeem us and to free us from the power and the penalty of sin. John recorded in John 3, 16, y'all know it, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God gave us his son. Think about it. That son that, that, uh, that by his death and the resurrection uh, uh, on the cross that we might have everlasting life. So this day, on this morning, on this Sunday, first Sunday following resurrection morning, I'd like to talk to you on the subject, his death and our life. Well, let's make it more personal. His death and my life. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And as we come, Lord, we ask that you would just lower your servant down in the deep well of thy salvation. Touch my lips that I might both say those things you have laid upon my heart. Lord, just prepare your people, man. Prepare every heart to be received the word. That the word of heavenly Father will be a light unto the feet and a lamp unto the pathway. Lord, we thank you and praise you. In Christ Jesus' name, we do pray. Let every heart say, Amen. Amen. His death, my life. You know, last Sunday we we celebrated the day that was set aside to commemorate the birth and the death. In the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you have to do it all. If he had not been born, if he had not died, he would not have risen. So we are celebrating that day, that day that we call Easter, or it's the Passover when the Paschal Lamb was killed for the sins of the world. You know what Moses uh, told the children of Israel that they had to kill this Paschal Lamb, a lamb without blemish, to be able to put the blood over the lintel and the side posts of the doorway when the death angel will come through, the death angel will pass over. See, Christ crucified is that type of the Paschal Lamb that was slain for the sins of Israel that he will cover us to be able to keep that death angel, the wrath of God, from coming into our lives. So Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 5 and 7, for even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. When John baptized Jesus, you know the Bible said, he said, Behold the Lamb of God who will take away the sins of the world. Amen. Throughout the Bible, it's foretold that Jesus is coming into the world to be the sacrificial Lamb Amen. to die for the sins of the world. Yes, and the thing yes. is, this is our only hope, the only hope that this world has was dependent upon Jesus being obedient even unto the death of the cross. Amen. You know, Philippians 2, 6 and 8 says, who being uh, in the form of God thought it not robbery for him to be uh, known as God or be equal as God, but made himself with no reputation, but took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Jesus humbled himself as a lamb brought to slaughter to die. 
for our sins, for my sins, so that we can have eternal life. And his death means that I might have my life. And it, it was his death, but it was my life that gained and to be able to save me from the sins of this world Amen. on that dark day when Amen. Jesus was crucified. Amen. No one knew or understood the implications that that day would mean on the entire world, past, present, and future. Uh, this day would change the uh, time and eternity and the effect the lives of every soul that was on earth, past, present, and future. Our Amen. text says that, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. One text, excuse me, says that we speak of God in a mystery and, and even the hidden wisdom when God ordained us before uh, the world uh, unto our glory, which none of the princes of the world knew before uh, had they known it, they would not have crucified him. Uh, uh, if the devil had only knew, I told you a few weeks ago, if the donkey knew. If the donkey knew who was riding on his back, uh, the donkey may not have experienced what he experienced. But if the devil had only knew, he would have never gotten him crucified. He would have never gotten into the mind of those Jews to kill this long-awaiting Messiah. God had a hidden plan yes, to save did. us and to kill the Messiah, and the devil could not stop it. Hey. God's plan made us to be able to defeat, to turn defeat into victory, ain't it? Yes. Oh, it just looked like that, ain't it? Yes. God's plan was what made it look like defeat became a victory for you and I. Paul says that yes, death sir. is swallowed up in victory. Yes, oh, death, is. why is that thing? Oh, grave, why is that victory? Yeah. He says the sting of death is sin in the grave, but he says, but the strength of sin is the law. He says, but thanks be to God. Hey. Thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank See, you. God gave us the victory even after Christ's death on the cross. Yes. And, and, and even today, even today, death can't harm us, can it? Nope. Oh, death can't harm us. He can't take the body, but he can't take the soul. Yeah. Even if we believe that Jesus Christ, through God, had taken away the sting of death and the victory of the grave, it doesn't mean anything except a temporary layover. Oh, it, it, it ain't, this ain't the Come end. On. This is a temporary layover to on, our eternal journey that God has for us, restored for us. See, somebody should be shouting right now. Yeah. No matter what you're going through, what? God has got a destination yes, you for heaven and everything's going to be all right and nothing is going to cop you from your destination because his death <laughs> meant that our life has an eternal home. Uh, it was his death in my life that gained from what Jesus Christ did on Calvary. And then on this that resurrection morning when Jesus and when Mary and the other women came to the grave to prepare for the body of Jesus, they never knew and understood the eternal implication that, that this day would just happen. What had didn't fully understand what was going on, the women had an idea. But, but the men didn't have a clue, did they? Nope. Uh, the, the women had at least had an idea. They were concerned and, yeah. and they thought. But the men were didn't thinking they were hiding. They were thinking that yes. they had been defeated. Yes. So, if, see, if they thought they had been defeated, the women would never went to the 
Come on. To the grave. Come on now. And these men, they were felt and defeated. And how many Christians today even live a defeated life? We Come live on, like we are not living in victory in Come Jesus on, Christ. We act like we lost the battle. But yeah. the thing about it is we won. We won. Uh, don't even give that devil a chance. Uh, anchor, an ounce of credit that yeah. he has no power over you. He has no influence over your uh -huh. life. He can only give you some illusions and make you think some things. So you need to claim the victory right in now. Christ Jesus on this day yeah. when these women went to the grave expecting a, a body, but what they found was an empty tomb. Yes, they did. So what's up with this, huh? <laughs> and they were expecting uh, to put on the final dressing on Jesus' body, and, and he had risen he, like he had told them, but his death, his, his resurrection his happened so that you and I can live. Amen. His death, but it happened to be my life. Yeah. And we come to our text this morning, Jesus would become the final sacrifice to redeem the sins of mankind in this world. Our text says, for the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with these sacrifices could they offered year by year continually make the comers therefore perfect. Yeah. For then they would not have ceased to be offered because of the worshippers once purged should have no more conscience of sin. But in those sacrifices, there is no remembrance again made of sins every year. Amen. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. Amen. So the law required that these animals had to be sacrificed continuously to cleanse uh us from that sin. And, and they were only a shadow of what was come yes. through Christ that would be able to do it once and for all. Yes. Yes. They were only a shadow of what Christ could do. Jesus did what the law could not do. On, the animal sacrifices did nothing for our hearts. See? Yes. See? Yes. But, but, but no inward effect can change um, just find an outward expression. It's just like baptism. Yeah. Baptism is good, ain't it? Yeah. But baptism does not change the heart. Nope. Baptism is a voluntary outward expression of a supposedly changed heart. Yeah. But we got folk wet, but not their heart cleansed. And the animal sacrifices, folk had to come back every year, do it over and over again. And then what makes so bad, it reminded them. See, if I got to come to church next Sunday, I got to be thinking about that all week. Oh, look what I did. I did this. I cut somebody out. I stepped on somebody's toe. You know, I hit somebody's car. You have to think about this sin every Sunday to present that before the priest. Yeah. But he said that that doesn't mean that 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 it's going to be taken care of. No. Nope. And you have to remind yourself of how short and how sinful you are. He said, when I die in Christ, my life is fixed by his perfection, ain't it? Amen. It's not my perfection. That doesn't mean I won't make mistakes. That doesn't mean Amen. I won't sin. But I won't have the sin nature that Come keeps on. me wanting to do the thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. a Christian sin, he repents of his or her sin. The yeah. Bible says that if we would confess our sin, he is faithful and to just to forgive us of our sin, but not only that, but to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. See, the blood of Jesus has the power not only to forgive us, 
but to cleanse us yes. from unrighteousness. In this same chapter, verse 7, he says that we walk in the light. He is the light. Yes. He has fellowship one with another. Yes. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from what? All sin. Oh. The blood will cleanse and us and, uh, to make us perfect in the sight of God. His mm -hmm. death cleaned my life up. Ain't that something? His death cleaned my life up. Yeah. His death cleans up your life too. His yeah. death cleans the life of every soul that confesses that his name is the name of Jesus, is the Son of God. It's amazing that that one name, the blood, can cleanse all sin that is in the world. Then next, Jesus was obedient to the will of God by what? Offering his death for my life. Yeah. His death for my life. Our text says, wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, sacrificing offerings would is not, but a body had thou prepared in burnt offerings and sacrifice for the sin, had thou no pleasure. He said, then said, Lo, I will come in the volume of a book written to me to do thy will, O God. Above when he said, Sacrifice and offerings and burnt offerings and offerings for sin, thou wouldest not, neither has thy pleasure therein, which is offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. See, the prophets of old prophesied about the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He said, Abraham had hope in the Christ. And he said, Your father Abraham rejoiced and see me that day and you saw and was glad Paul was quoting David Psalm 40 speaking of the lack of blood sacrifice to, to do the work that Christ can do David just like Abraham looked for a better day he knew that Jesus would fulfill this by dying on, for our sins and God prepared his body worthy to die for our sins they nailed him to the cross but he couldn't do it if he didn't want it uh, they nailed him his feet to the cross but they couldn't do it if he didn't want it yeah, they pierced him in his yeah, side yeah. but they couldn't do it if he didn't want it yeah. Jesus faced the death on the cross for your sins and yeah, my sins but they couldn't do it if he didn't want it <laughs> he died on the cross uh, to, so that I could have life yeah. and his death in our life his death in my life the disciple says, therefore does, does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. They didn't yeah. take his life if he didn't allow them to do it. And yeah. Jesus said that I was the, uh, it was love that lifted Jesus yeah. on that cross. And it was love that put love. his nails in his hand. It was love, love that put those nails in his feet. And he did it. For me, but he did it for you too. Yeah. His death in our life, his death in my life became available because of his obedience to die on that old rugged cross. Amen. But he rose, giving us the victory over sin, death, and the grave. Yes. Finally, his death sanctified my life. Mm -hmm. Our text says that he taketh away the first, that he may establish the second, yeah. by which we all be sanctified. Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Yes. See, many times in scripture it speaks of Jesus being the second Adam. Adam represents what? The sinful man and, and that represents the, 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 the sinful man that needs redemption. Mm -hmm. And then the second Adam Christ, it means that Jesus now represents the what? The redeemed perfect man. That also represents the order by which the system was done away with. 
the old covenant was done away with. Now the new covenant is coming in. Yes. He said that uh, you can't take, you got to take away the first before you establish the second. That the old had to die before the new can come in. Let's talk about your own personal problems. The old has to die before the new come in. So one has to leave to make room for the other. Yeah. If you want Christ to come into your life, you got to have something taken out. You got to kick something out of your life. You got to let something leave so that Christ can come in. You got to make room for Him in your life, in your worship. You need to make room for Him so He can come into your life. Amen. Get rid of the first love you had, yeah. so that His second love. Now He needs to be your first love. Yeah. Your first love was your sin, yeah. but now you need to let the first love go and let the now Christ come in is the second one that will come in. Now He becomes what your first love. Amen. He told the church there. In, in, in Revelation, he said that you lost your what? First love, eh? Yeah. We lost our first love. We lost the love that we would have for God mm. because of sin coming into the world. Yeah. He said Jesus, the sinless priest, would not need to be cleansed from sacrifice over and over again. you got to realize that every priest that went into the temple had to get sanctified before he went in. But Jesus already sanctified. The bird said that the veil of the temple was rent from twain from top to bottom. It represented the separation of holy and holiness. And you needed a priest to come in to be able to petition to God for you. Amen. But the thing is, he said the veil was rent in the Man. temple that separated us. Now I can pray myself, our Father, wow. which are in heaven. He said that it says in Hebrews. Without father, without mother, without descent, without any beginning, without any end, he made unto the Son of God abide as a priest forever. He said he was made in the order of Melchizedek. It had no Amen. beginning, it had no end. See, no more will you need a priest to pray for you. Amen. Because now you can pray for yourself. You can pray to God yourself. No more you will need a deacon to come by the house to pray for you. I love for the pastor to come by. I love for the deacon to come by. But you don't need to have the priest and the deacon to come by no more. You can pray to God yourself. See, each one of you, Paul said, let us come forth boldly before the throne yeah, of grace yeah. that we might find mercy and find grace in our time of need. Mm -hmm. His death brought me into a place of priesthood so that I could pray our Father all by myself. Yes, yes, Isn't that good yes. you to know that you don't have to wait for church folk to pray? Uh -huh. You don't have to wait for church to pray. Yes. You can pray every day. Isn't that good to know yes. that you can, don't have to depend on anybody else to show up to pray for you? He said that God made it available for us to have the privilege to pray to God all by ourselves. The sad problem is that the church is that few of us take advantage of it. Huh? See, many of us are still waiting for somebody to pray for us. Many of us are still waiting for somebody to come by and visit us. See, we are all what? Sanctified, Sanctified. by God by the death and the resurrection yes, of yes. Jesus Christ to pray directly to God the Thank Father all by ourselves. Lord, Thank if we pray Lord. in the name of Jesus, Jesus, he said that anything that you ask the Father in my yes. name, that he'll give it to you. Give Jesus you. became that final sacrifice Thank you, Lord. that may cleanse us from all unrighteousness Thank once you. and for all. Yes. Isn't that something? Yes. His death once for our life, yes. forever, ain't it? Forever. His death once 
for our life. Amen. As we close this morning, on this first Sunday following the resurrection morning, let us take advantage of what Jesus did when he died for us. Just as he died, we too must die to sin that is in our life. Just as he resurrected, we too must be resurrected from a life of sin into a life everlasting. Christ was the example where all mankind must follow to find their way back to God. Amen. And Jesus told in my Father's house are many mansions. Yeah. If it were not so, I would not have told you. Yeah. I would have prepared a place for you that as I go, I prepare a place for you that I will come again mm. and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye shall be also. Oh, Wherever I go, you know, and the way you know. And then Thomas said, Lord, he said, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, so how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. See, yeah. Jesus showed us way back that we have a way to get back to the Father. Thank well, you. we can spend our life in eternity with him. See, I want to go there. Do you? Huh? I want to yeah. know. Huh? And it's all up to us now. Jesus became the last sacrifice for all of us. Mm. There are no more chances except the one you got right now. If you ain't made up in your mind right Come now, on, you preacher. need to make it today. Come Take on, this opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior over your life. Not just your Savior, but the Lord over your life. Yeah. Take this opportunity today. The Bible says, well, this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior that we have all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Yeah. See, God has a desire that all men be saved and yes, come to yeah. the knowledge of the truth. Yeah. God sent his son into the world to save uh, that's uh, all of us that are lost. Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Yes, he he believes in me. They, oh, he was dead that he would live. So his death became my life. Yeah. God's desire for us to rise up above our adversity that I told you last week that we are bound in. Rise up from your sin and shame. Rise up from your laziness and your thoughtfulness. Rise up from your hateful attitudes. Rise up from complacency, being satisfied with life and the average existence, not getting the blessing that God has for your life. Rise up and live. Amen. We were created to be glorious and magnificent mm. and images in the likeness of God. And, but sin disfigured us and, into an image and likeness of the, of the, 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 the devil. <laughs> See, we, we said we were made in the image and likeness of God, but sin yeah. made us in the image and the likeness of the devil. Hey, but we man. can be able to be transformed back into the image of likeness. He said, be ye not conformed to this world, but ye transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind. Get your head right. The sin disfigured us. Though death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have the power to restore the image and the likeness that we have in Christ by taking on him through his death. I can now experience the glorious and magnificent life that God created me to have. And to enjoy. And there's a song that Georgia Mass Choir sings here. For God so loved the world. That he gave us his only begotten son. The son gave his life for me when he died on Calvary. Mm -hmm. There is no greater love than a man that would lay down his life 
to a friend. He said that Jesus went to Calvary to save a wretch like you and me. He said that's love. He said they hung him high, they stretched him wide, he hung his head and, and there he died, but that's love. He said that's not how the story ended. Three days later he rose again, that's love. He said that is no greater love than what? Than a man that would have laid down his life for his friend. So the epitome of true love was exercised uh, through his death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. What God did through the purest and the act of love by giving his only begotten son that reflects the true meaning of the expression of the greatest love of all. There is no greater expression of love that, than a man, Jesus Christ, that would lay down his life mm. for you and me. That's love. Christ came into the world to die for our sins. He was crucified on, on that morning. He, he ascended and rose and ascended up into heaven. Now he's sitting on the right hand of the Father taking petitions for you and I. But he's coming back again. Yes, um, the question is, will you be ready? Mm -hmm. uh, will you be ready? He's coming back again. And will you be ready? He's coming back for a church. As the Bible says, without spot or wrinkle. We got all of these spots on us. We're all spotted by the sin and the ravages of sin in the world. But we don't have to stay that way. Yeah. Huh? The blood of Jesus can cleanse us from all of the sin and guilt and stains that we have in our lives. Yeah. His death was the only and final opportunity for you and I to have life. I believe the Old Testament scripture was pointing directly to Jesus. He, Moses said that I call upon heaven and earth to record this day that I've set before you life and death, mm. blessings and curses. Mm. But look what he said. Therefore, what? Choose life. Yeah. That both you and thy seed may live. Mm. So I call upon you today, Facebook audience, friends of On The Wall in Ministries, I call upon you today. That God has set before us life and their blessings and curses. Yes. So our duty, our choice is to choose life. So that you and I, then the future of our ministry, the future of our churches, the future of our family can be sure. If you put your trust in Jesus the Christ, everything is going to be alright. Huh? Everything is going to be alright, but it is death that became our life. His death became my life. His death became my opportunity to receive salvation. He died that you and I might live. He died for me. Did he die for you? Yes. Oh, he did it for me, huh? Yes. Did he do it for you? Yes. Did he do it so that you can have life? So that you have to make a choice on this day. Choose life. Choose life. Come on, let's give him some praise this morning. Yeah. Choose life so that we can live. His death became our life. If he had not died on Calvary, you and I would be still living in sin. We were living a dead existence. But by his life, his death, and his resurrection, now we can live and have joy knowing that God will be able to give us eternal life and be with him one day. Thank you, Lord. Then there will be no sickness, no sadness, no more trouble. I see the psalm said there will be peace in the valley. There for me. So we're looking for that day. To come when Jesus will come to be able to harvest all that believe in him. That we might have a place with a new heaven and a new earth. Mm. So we can give praises to him continuously. 
No more sacrifices, no more blood shed. Mm -hmm. But we can all give glory to God for what he did for us on Calvary. Mm -hmm. That the sin, that the blood of one sacrifice took care of the sins of the world. Amen. Now we can put our trust in him. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Look what Jesus did for me. If you want him to do it for you, the only thing you have to do is say, Lord, I surrender. I surrender my soul to you. I need you to come in to cleanse and wash me. Make me whole again. Come into my heart so that my heart can be made new. Then I can give you all praises and glory. But if you have not received him, if you do not know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, you can receive him today. The Bible says it made it real simple. He says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, he said, thou shall be saved. Huh? So confess him today. Receive him into your heart. And then everything will be all right. Life will not be perfect. Life will not be easy. But the thing is, you can die in peace knowing that your soul now can spend time in eternity. God bless you. May heaven ever smile upon you. Let us bow. Father God, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to come. And, and we hopefully we have said some things to encourage us. It was his death that gave me my life. Lord, we just thank you for what he did. We thank you for what he's shown us that we too can be able to offer that salvation to somebody that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Yeah. God bless you. And may heaven ever smile upon you. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again on Friday at our uh, Bible Institute here at Ongar Walling Ministries. And hopefully we'll see you on next Sunday. Continue to pray for the lost. Pray for the sick, the suffering, and the bereaved. Pray for those that do not know Jesus Christ enough in the pardon of their sins. And then if we let the world know.